0: Welcome to The Chalene Show. Chalene is a New York Times bestselling author, celebrity fitness trainer, and obsessed with helping you live your dream life. Thanks for joining me on this episode of The Chalene Show, which I'm happy to report is going to be a two-parter. The first part is yours truly, and the second part will be my handsome husband, Brett Johnson, back by popular demand. This episode, I want to devote specifically to parenting as a united front. My apologies to those of you who it was not in your plan. It was not in God's plan for you to have children. But the good news is I can save you some time. You don't need to listen to this episode. Unless, of course, there's still a remote possibility that children could be part of your plan. In which case, I'm going to encourage you to listen even if you don't have children yet. But this episode will apply to those of you who are planning on having kids and to those of you who have children, regardless of the age, I'm hoping that you find this podcast very helpful, whether you are of the more than 50% of Americans who are divorced or happily married with children at home. This is an episode about providing peace, calm, consistency, predictability, and an optimal environment for producing confident, healthy, productive, respectable, self-sufficient children, children who think highly of themselves. I mean, isn't that what we need? Don't we want our own kids to grow up and be incredibly successful and really happy? I mean, isn't that what you want? I mean, do you really care whether they're a doctor or a lawyer? I know that might sound great, but at the end of the day, if you had to boil it down to what was most important for your kids, I hope that we can agree that what's most important is that our kids can take care of themselves They think highly of themselves and they're happy. I hope at a minimum we can agree that that's our goal. As always, I want to preface this by saying we are not parenting experts. Don't pretend to be, but I also adamantly an advocate for kids. And I see so many of, gosh, so many of the problems that adults have stem from things that happened to them as a kid, things that their parents said and did, Without intention of ever harming their children, but they didn't mean to, but man, it's done some damage. And I just think that so much of what we adults have to work through now, so many of those issues were avoidable. Not everything's avoidable, right? But so much of it, if we are conscientiously taking care of our kids and always asking ourselves, is this in their best interest? Is this going to make them happy and successful and independent? Is this going to give them confidence? And if we answer and ask ourselves those questions, I think we're just going to do a much better job of it. And I hope that's common sense. It doesn't seem that it is. And usually that's because our egos take over, right? I just want to reiterate that these are my opinions. They are based on having worked with literally hundreds of thousands of adults who have the potential to do anything they want. And so many of them struggle with negative messaging and things that were said and done to them as children. And I think if we can be more aware of what we are doing as parents at any stage, at any age, what we will be able to do is accomplish our goal. And our goal is to have kids who are happy, kids who are self-sufficient, kids who love us, kids who are good people, who can take care of themselves and who also think the world of us, of themselves, and they make their mark on the world. So with that in mind, I wanna talk to you about being united, where this makes sense, where this is applicable. And sometimes that is two parents who have divorced, Sometimes that's parents who, one, is absent because of a military deployment, or their work status, or incarceration, or circumstances are such that they've had to move to another city. I mean, there's all kinds of reasons why we're not under the same roof. But ultimately, I want to talk to you about how to do your best to remember we're on the same page. The first thing I think you have to keep in mind is that our kids see themselves as a little bit of both mom and dad. Even if one parent is clearly not well, or if one parent is healthier, more present, makes better decisions, it doesn't matter. Our kids still view themselves as a little bit of both of us. So that's important to note because I think a lot of times you know, whether you're married or divorced, there are times where, you know, our ego gets the best of us. And even though it's this little person, we still want to be their favorite. We still want them to know that like, we're the greatest and we're the best and we're the ultimate parent. And this can happen even when you're happily married. We're sometimes idiots about this stuff. And we are sometimes narcissists and we are sometimes insecure ourselves as parents. And, you know, you've probably caught yourself Even if you're happily married or when you were happily married, saying little things like, well, you know, your father, he's always messy or, you know, your mother, she's never on time. And, you know, we make these little kind of digs, not being truly aware of how it affects our kids. Any negative comment made about your child's other parent, you know, their mother or their father is like you've made that comment to that child about them. That's how they take on that message. And I know sometimes it's hard to put yourself in that situation, but consider this. I mean, you've got a mom and a dad, right? And when somebody makes a reference like, oh, you're just like your father or you're just like your mother, or if somebody puts down your dad or puts down your mom right outside of your own family, it feels very personal. It feels like they're saying that about you because we do view ourselves in some way, shape or form, whether subconscious or consciously as a combination Of our parents. Obviously, we have our own unique DNA. Obviously, we have our own unique way of doing things. And some of us are not like either of our parents. At least we can tell ourselves that. But deep down, we still identify with the fact that we are of them. So when we put down mom or dad in front of the kid, even if it's, you know, you're talking to your girlfriend and you think your kids aren't listening, they are listening. So that's the first thing I have to say. And I'm not just talking to those of you who are divorced, I'm talking to everybody. When you put down, even in just, your partner, you are doing the opposite of building up your child. Our job as parents is to build up our children, to make them feel better about themselves, and to help them to believe that they can do anything. And we're doing the opposite of that when we are making digs or outright bashing the other parent. Next, I want to talk about strengths and weaknesses you know, when two people come together and have a child, you know, usually the thing that draws us together is opposites attract. And it's not uncommon for two people to come together who have very opposite strengths and weaknesses. One person's messy. One person's incredibly tidy and organized. One person's 20 minutes early to everything and the other person's late. One person is an incredible cook and the other person can't cook at all. One person is a fantastic communicator and the other person is, has a difficult time expressing themselves. One person is very calm and logical and level headed and the other one might be emotional and sporadic and spontaneous. We have opposite strengths. And if we want our children to feel good about who they are, we do our children a disservice by pointing out the weaknesses of our partner. So I would encourage you to highlight the strengths of your partner and do whatever you can to make them look good where you know they're weak. For example, if your husband is not good at communicating with your daughter, helping him find the right words, helping him understand How it is she needs to hear things. If your wife is terrible at remembering dates and birth dates and times and important things and that's what you're good at, help her to do those things as opposed to taking all of that credit and taking on all of that responsibility yourself. Lift your partner up even if you're no longer together. You're not hurting your ex by pointing out their deficiencies. You're not winning a battle by bringing to light how your ex was a cheater or is irresponsible or whatever it is that you know to be true. By pointing those things out, you're not winning. You're not getting back at your ex. You are breaking your child down and then you lose and they lose and it's not good for anyone. All you're doing is making them more insecure. When you insult or even insinuate negative comments about their mother or their father, what you're doing is insulting your child. Next, get on the same page and stay on the same page. Like, Just come to a realization that both of you, no matter how different you are, no matter where you are in your relationship, I hope that you both agree that the well-being of your child is paramount. And if you can't get to that point, well, then you be the hero. And trust me, you don't need to point out your ex-partner's deficiencies. Your child will be well aware of them. And they will have more respect for you for having not pointed them out. As a matter of fact, if anything, I would encourage you to help them in situations where one parent is really unhealthy, really makes bad decisions, and most of those decisions are hurting the child, I would encourage you to help the child find those things that are still beautiful about that parent. Find the silver lining. Help them to understand, even though this parent might cause them pain and it might be confusing to them and they might not feel loved by this parent, help them to understand that it's not about them, that your ex is in pain or that your ex, because of their actions, is actually giving your child a gift, teaching them to stand on their own two feet, teaching them what they're not going to do when they have the opportunity to raise a child. Help them to understand there is some reason, there is a gift in the life that they were given from this parent. And when I say you're a united front and you have to understand that, that means that you are a team. You are a team of parents. So, Your partner is going to do things differently than you, especially if we're talking male, female, right? I mean, because let's face it, there are some relationships where we have mom and mom and dad and dad. It's 2016, y'all. I think there can be incredible parents who are same-sex parents. Incredible. It doesn't matter what the relationship is. What matters is how you parent as united front. And when two people come together as parents, they are often very different And that means they're going to parent differently. But generally speaking, we have to agree on what is it ultimately we want to teach our child, right? So when dad watches the kids, you might come home and things are messy, but the kids are having a blast and they're having fun and dad is doing it differently. And if you step in in front of the children and belittle him and correct him, all you're doing is really harming the relationship. You're diminishing your spouse's interest and ability to have influence on your children. And you're showing your kids that you're not united. And when we're not united, it creates dissension and unrest. And all of that makes children insecure. There's instability. It creates anxiety. None of that is good. Yeah, your spouse is gonna do things differently than you, a lot differently than you. And that's okay. Except when it's related to the foundation. Rules need to stay the same. Our morals need to be agreed upon. And when there are issues, when which is going to happen, when, when your husband does something and you think it's not in the best interest of the kids, or your wife has made a decision and you don't agree with how she's handling something, the worst time to talk about it is right then and there in front of the kids. Unless, of course, you think it's going to be so damaging you have to stand up and say something. But other than that, it's timing, y'all. It's timing. Don't disrespect your partner by undermining their power and authority in front of the kids. Don't allow your kids to pick sides, to tattle on mom or dad. Together you are one. Together you are better, even if you are parenting from different states, even if you are parenting in different households. I think it is paramount that we all agree what we're doing needs to be in the best interest of our kids. And that means we have to make sure they know they can do for themselves. They know that they have the ability to make good decisions and that they know what the expectations are as a family. Now, I know this isn't always possible. I know that. But I think we have to just do our best We have to do our best. And so many of these conversations happen between adults where we have to put our egos aside. And rather than saying, you did this, and you do this, and every time the kids come back, and when I leave you with the kids, this happens. Erase those conversations. Those finger-pointing conversations feel like you're attacking somebody else. Then you are put on the defensive, and you're defending the way you do things. And now it's two people fighting against each other. And you can't win when you're fighting against each other. You're on the same team, even if you're divorced or separated or not getting along, you're still on the same parenting team. You still ultimately want to win when it comes to producing happy, healthy, confident, self-reliant kids, right? If that's the goal, then you're still on the same team. Yes, our children listen to us, and yes, they watch us, but they learn less from what we're telling them to do and what we're telling them is right from wrong and more by what they see. So when you're allowing your husband to disrespect you, and yet you're telling your children they need to respect adults, they're watching your behaviors, and that's what they'll repeat. Now how do you get people, how do you influence your partner to do what's right? To do what's in the best interest of the kids. Well, you don't do that by wagging your finger. You don't do that by making accusations and saying one way is right and one way is wrong. You do it calmly. You do it with great affection, even when you don't have great affection towards somebody. You do it knowing ultimately what you want is in the best interest of the kids. Here's the bottom line. Whether you're together, whether you are divorced, whether you are separated, whether you are just going through a rough spell, Ultimately, we need our kids to think highly of both parents, to have an understanding and appreciation for them. We can't allow our own feelings, our own ego, our own issues to affect the way our children feel about themselves. We have to be the adults in all of this. This is going to carry over into their relationships. This is going to affect how they feel about themselves. Number one, kids want to know what to expect. They want boundaries. They want to know that their parents are united. The worst thing you can do is have one parent who easily gives in, and then another parent who has to be the enforcer. That doesn't work. It doesn't benefit either parent, and it certainly doesn't benefit the kids. And number two, our kids need to think highly of both parents, even if it's really difficult to find something, some qualities. And that's your job. Even when it seems impossible, even when you so despise their father or their mother, you have to remember that there are great qualities. Their relationship, even when it's strained, in some way, shape, or form is a gift. And by helping your child to see that, you become the bigger person. You place their needs ahead of your own. And that, in my opinion, is our responsibility as parents. Thanks so much for listening to this edition of The Shaleen Show. Can I ask you a favor? I would love for you to forward this. You just tap the little share button on the podcast episode and send it to four or five of your friends who are parents. Make sure that they don't think you're sending this to them because they aren't great parents, but just let them know like, hey, you know, this really hit home for me. I'd love for you to help keep me accountable. And I thought you might find this episode interesting too. We all have to be advocates for kids and we're adults and we're not going to get this all right. We're going to make mistakes. But I think the more we can have these conversations and kind of hold each other accountable and share this kind of information, the better chance all of our kids have of being happy and healthy and confident and self-sufficient and kind in all of the things that we dream for them. All of the things that we know are possible. And by the way, thank you to everyone who's recently started following me on Snapchat. In full disclosure, I have to warn you, it is not like The Shaleen Show. It is not like Build Your Tribe. Don't expect any valuable content. What you will find is a real look at what's just going on in my everyday average life. But it's been fun to be able to connect with you guys there and to read your comments. Also on Instagram, too. Instagram Stories, super cool. Anyways, thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for leaving your reviews of The Shaleen Show. You are the bomb.com. Love ya. This episode has been sponsored by CourageousConfidenceClub.com. It's a club that I've created specifically to help people who struggle with confidence and insecurities and social settings and, and just standing up for themselves, being yourself and feeling good about it. All of us could benefit from having more confidence. I'd love for you to just experience a taste of it. So please be my guest by going to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash confidence tips. Now, if you don't feel like writing that web address down or remembering to go there later, all you have to do is while you're listening from your phone, send me a text message. The number is 949-565-4337. And that is for U.S. residents then just send me the word confidence and I will send you access to this video. This video will help you to eliminate self-doubt and just feel more confident in any situation, whether it's work or personal or just your social interactions. Every one of us can benefit from having more confidence. There you'll submit your email address and I will immediately send to your inbox my latest training video where I teach you step-by-step how to feel more confident in just about any social setting. I think you'll find this incredibly useful, whether it's business or personal or just in your everyday interactions. Confidence is something that makes life easier. It helps you to raise more confident, self-efficient children. It allows us to speak our mind, to stand up for ourselves, to do the things that otherwise we are paralyzed by fear And we just allow our own thoughts to stop us. By learning how to overcome self-doubt and fear of success, you can become that confident person that others are attracted to. The person you want to be, the person you deserve to be, the person you know is inside of you. So thank you for checking out my free tools by going to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash confidence tips.